officially 0%. Oh my god! <laughs> K-R-Z-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> Charles. Yeah. Bert Riddle pulls out a banana. Yes, that's right. Butterfly kisses. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, fuck these drums. <laughs> it's, the synopsis just isn't good. Oh my god. Okay. And on that note... So well, you better you better do this in one take. That's all you get. I know. No all editing. Right. Welcome to what was that called again? I am Thomas. I'm Will. And this is a movie game show where I select three movies and read their IMDb plot descriptions to Will, who then has to try to match the plot description with the correct title. And uh, we are just wrapping up. 45 minutes worth of <laughs> reading every single Kit Kat flavor that exists. I didn't read every single one. No. I was only trying to find the one that had the sandals on it. <laughs> I don't know what flavor that is. So listeners, if uh, this is a, a, a movie related podcast, but if you know what flavor uh, of Kit Kat from Japan has, has like house slippers on the label, email us. Yep. WWTCA pod at protonmail.com shoot us an email or just say hello we we've never received an email from anyone ever so if you know you're what? one of if you're even one of the three listeners us, yeah exactly even if you just want to tell us to stop just send us that email okay <laughs> yeah let, let us know if you're just angry listening to us and you like hate our show so badly that you just want to listen to it every week just to hear how bad it's going to be let us know i almost put it out there that uh, first email we get, whatever they suggest we do, we do it. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it cannot be my girlfriend. That's the only stipulation in this, I think. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so it has to be one of the two other people that, for some reason, listen to us. If if you're If you are our presumably one oh, listener sorry. that we have sorry. in Canada. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. I thought you were saying that like the people who write in were going to suggest something, and the caveat was that suggestion could not be your girlfriend. No, I was like, I was like, okay, sure, yeah. The way that that. your brain like connects words and then processes them is really strange sometimes. But that's what you said. That was the subject we were talking about. Was was sending an email, and we were going to do the recommended thing, and you were like, with one caveat, not my girlfriend, and I was just like. Okay, <laughs> sure. That's that should be. It should be. I mean, I'm glad you said it out loud, but that should be a thing. We wouldn't do that. But I see now. You're meaning she can't write in. Yes. Okay. It has to be one of the two other people. <laughs> so, so, but okay. What I really want to get an email from is if you are Santa. our presumably oh. one listener that we have who downloads episodes from Canada, send us Ooh. an email and let us know uh, why you download our episodes and how you found out about it and tell us why you're in Canada or tell us what VPN you use. Yes. If you, (laughs) if it's just will download, like setting a VPN to different (laughs) countries to get us downloads in other countries. Also send me an email. (laughs) Let me know. Yeah. Um, I did want to, uh, touch really quick. I think it was last episode we did uh, three Ozploitation films. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I didn't get to watch this yet. Yes, I I did. So one of the... Spoiler alert, if you have not listened to episode 14. Spoiler. Which, 
I believe currently sits with, well, actually, it hasn't posted yet, so I don't know how many downloads it has, no, but okay. at the well, time of recording. right now. Uh, two. <laughs> I'm going to say 50. This, this oh, episode okay. 14 blew up. Going high. <laughs> it went viral. <laughs> um, we talked about the film Wake and Fright, which yes. uh, is supposed to be quite the big Wait, Australian see. classic. Let's see if I can recall. This was the Donald Pleasance one. Yes. Okay, and this is where, um, uh, I can't remember the guy's occupation, but he is gambling. Teacher. Okay, a teacher. Mm-hmm. He's, he's gambling. Did we say he has an addiction or did the synopsis? Anyway, he, he's gambling Neither. and he, okay, <laughs> and he loses a bet. I thought we did say he had an addiction. Um, I, th- I think we eventually landed on that at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's, he loses a bet where uh, he has to, he, he goes, he gets uh, um, marooned. deserted, marooned, marooned in like this crazy town with these crazy drunks who threaten <laughs> not to do anything to him other than to make him do and become crazy like they are. Crazy, drunk, and violent is, yeah. I believe, the wording of the IMDb synopsis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I did, I did watch that film. Um, it seems like it's a bit of a hot take, but I did not like it very much. Ooh. It is pretty well regarded. So I, I did find out that the movie had apparently been lost, I, or it was presumed lost for many years. Was it years. marooned in a, in a crazy town? It's very, very well popped. May as well have been. Um, and I guess I guess somebody just stumbled upon a print of it and then it resurfaced. This was in like 2009. This movie was presumed to be lost for decades. That's kind of cool. And somebody yeah. just found a print of it and then it resurfaced and then it became this kind of, I guess, cult type of movie, question mark. Um, but yeah, I, I personally did not really care for it. I think it's one of those... I, I guess I just don't get it because like <laughs> you're not Australian man you don't, you don't get it I guess the whole the movie there was a letterboxd review from somebody who pretty much summed it up with like so just don't hang out with Australians <laughs> like, that was pretty <laughs> much what the movie's about this guy just uh it's so it's it's technically a Christmas movie oh um, wait, but wait so, is it Christmas in the sense of like diehard's Christmas movie or is it actually a Christmas movie it's Christmas in the sense, uh, I guess, in a diehard kind of way. Yeah, it's just. But wait, but it's also Christmas. Australian Christmas, so it's hot. Yes, it's very hot. Everybody is very sweaty and gross in the on the whole movie. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, the teacher basically it opens up. The kids are leaving his class for presumably Christmas break, I guess. And oh, so not the weekend like we like we kind of sort of wanted to predict. But it was like a weekend holiday thing. It was it was a longer break. Yes. It's okay. A, and and also Donald Pleasance is not the teacher. We we kind of a, uh, oh, guessed that he was, did. but he is not. He's not. Um. No, he is the principal. One Janitor. of the craziest, drunkest. Oh my god, he's in the people. town. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, he's he's fantastic, and he does in fact do an Australian accent. Um. So basically, the whole movie is that. This teacher is, um, he's planning to go on a trip to Sydney and he ends up, he just stops off in this town randomly. Okay. And, um, he ends up finding these people that are gambling and we were talking about poker, right? We, I think so. Not at all the case. I, I never would have guessed what they were gambling on. It was literally heads or tails coin flipping. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the most Australian thing though. Yes. That's probably like the most Australian thing. 
And so the dude joins in, he wins a big bet, he wins a bunch of money, and then he goes back and he bets all of his money and he fucking loses it, so he's broke. And um, essentially, he just gets wasted, he blacks okay, wait, out. Okay, wait, hold on. So, so we were also wrong because we assumed that um, the punishment or whatever uh, for uh, losing mm-hmm. the bet was to get marooned in this town. He was, was already in the town. He was going to get removed marooned and then forced to get kangaroo pelts yeah this <laughs> is exactly, right yeah exactly okay so, no, he was just, so he was just he was just stopping through and decided to gamble yeah while he was yeah, there yeah, yeah. And, and then because he lost he then become marooned okay that makes yes, a lot more sense than what we were saying <laughs> and, but basically the whole movie uh is just that he loses his money he he hangs out with this group of people who just like are wasted and then they get him they like give him a bunch of beer too and he drinks with them and then they go out kangaroo hunting and then at the end of the movie he gets on the train and goes back to the town where he started the movie and then how did he go back how did he get on the train did he like, like how did he get his money back uh well he doesn't really get his money back but he hangs out with this group of people and um uh, uh, donald Pleasant's they pay him character to leave. Donald Pleasant's character brings him back to the train station and then he goes back and then the movie's over. <laughs> so so they sort of threatened to make him violent and, and crazy and They drunken. didn't even threaten. They just handed him beer and he drank it and then they went kangaroo hunting. And but that's then, a threat in Australia. Culturally, we just don't I understand guess. what that is. That, just, that, that, is a, that is like throwing hands uh, in America. Whenever you hand someone a beer in Australia, that is a... Uh, it's a, that's an ultimatum <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but i yeah i i liked um brian collins letterboxd review said um he said that the movie is like a feature length version of that scene in once upon a time in hollywood where uh brad pitt is in um whenever he is in uh, uh spawn ranch and you're like he could get killed any second oh, it has okay. that it's intense <laughs> like that you know yeah 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 uh, Brian Collins is like this wake and fright is pretty much a feature length version of that, that feeling the whole time. <laughs> I mean, just like, and, and that's not necessarily, that's not untrue. I, I do kind of agree with that. I just didn't, I, I, I guess I'd expected more. I don't know. Well, maybe I like, think, maybe because it was like, so, um, and, you know, again, correct me, but, but maybe it's because like, it does kind of play like, like intense at level 10 for so long maybe that becomes kind of like a, a singular note, mm-hmm. you know, where it doesn't really do anything else other than just, you know, just like, is he going to fucking <laughs> die? <laughs> yeah. And I kind of uh, thought that it was going to lead to that point. In fact, at one point he, he attempts to commit suicide. He's, How long he, is he there? Um, I don't know. Maybe I think the movie maybe set over the course of a few days, like a handful of days. Oh my God. Is it really that miserable? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. Personally, not crazy about that movie. I'm going to cut this way down. This has been way That's too fine. long talking about That's this. Fine. But, but yeah, I uh, maybe I'd watch it again in like another five, ten years or something and reevaluate it. But Okay, and then one more thing that you, yeah. you can cut, cut this bit. Um, okay, uh, that's a great little re- review, but I think I want to hear just a little bit more and almost maybe like a like – a, uh, a sort of like sponsor like a like an unasked for sponsor moment where did you watch this because this is what i actually got most out of this conversation uh via text yeah yeah 
Yes, I watched uh, the movie Wake and Fright for free with ads on the streaming service called Plex. And you also told me that like they seem to have quite a few of the movies that we've t- discussed. Yeah, so um, whenever I found Wake and Fright, I actually went down a bit a mini rabbit hole for about 20 minutes where me and Melissa were just skimming through Plex because we've never, I've used it once like five years ago maybe. It. That's it. Yeah, and I've I've never used it since, and so I was just kind of looking around on that, um, just to see what was on there. There's there's a whole bunch of great stuff, but we were we just accidentally stumbled upon Grand Piano. So <laughs> Cannot wait was, to see that. <laughs> so there's a couple of what was that called again? Alum in that on that streaming service, uh, free with ads, where they belong maybe or maybe they don't but um <laughs> uh, email us plex we, we can do a sponsorship for you sponsor we, our show. we i i actually think plex is pretty great from what i saw we like i said i went down a mini rabbit hole and i added probably 10 to 15 movies to our watch list on there and so oh, nice okay so um, plex everyone out there uh, everyone who's listening check out plex it's a lot like it's a lot like Pluto. If you if anybody okay. out there was, uses Pluto, where it has you know streaming channels, but you can also watch things quote unquote on demand, where you can just stream them like a regular streaming service. It's a lot like that. The only issue is that um, Plex, whenever it has commercial breaks, it goes full out two and a half minute commercial breaks every yeah. time. Um, Pluto sometimes it's like, it's like thirty seconds, maybe a minute. Tubi it, does the long ones, really, I think, too. Really short. Yeah, Pluto Pluto has become like a staple in our apartment. We love Nice. Pluto right. is always on. The show brought to you by both Pluto and, and Plex. And Plex, yes. Download them, use them, love them, everything. Um, so now that we've been recording for approximately 15 minutes. minutes. Let's go back to Kit Kats. <laughs> Let's go back to the Kit Kat list. <laughs> so, we, so we had white Kit Kats, right? Tell us more had, about that. Yeah, we just had white air Kit Kats, white <laughs> yeah. chocolate Kit Kats. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I, uh, uh, I'm ready now uh, for that. I, I, did, I did appreciate that, um, that review of sorts of Awake and mm-hmm. Fright. I did not there expect Donald Pleasance to be anyone but a teacher. So that's, yeah. um, I'm still going to watch it. I was going to ask you if you were still planning on watching it. Yeah, I do. I, pl- I plan on watching everything you send me. I just don't ever get to it. <laughs> yeah. always, those are different things. There's a plan and there's reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do plan, but I do want to check out a uh, grand piano too, because, um, yeah, that, that one's well worth checking out. That still sounds really fun. Okay. It, it is. Now I'm ready to see what I'm going to check out after this show. And by check out, I mean, forget to watch. Yes. Yes. Me too. Because I will say up front. I have not seen any of the three movies I'm going to be discussing this week. Um, so we will see how this goes. Um, and I will kick things off this week with a film that comes out of the year 1974. Oh, 74. Okay. I'm there. And your plot description for this film reads as follows, straight from IMDb, where anybody could write anything, <laughs> presumably, except for us. Um, is that is that the legit IMDb marketing the fine tag? Print. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> where, where anyone can write anything except for except for those two idiots on the podcast. I still check up on Begotten uh, like at least twice a week, and yeah, it's so a, sad about a lost cause at this point. But okay, um, your plot description reads as follows: seventy four. Okay, seventy four. A British agent's son is kidnapped and held for ransom. 
Okay. That's it. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought, thought that was that, that's usually like the first half of the first yes. sentence of, of a run-on paragraph. Um, I, okay. I found this one maybe <laughs> maybe a week ago, maybe a week and a half, and I found that and I read the description and I was like, that's that's going in the next episode. So <laughs> Okay, let me try to recap this since it was so long ago that you started yeah. the sentence. Um you said a secret agent's a son. British agent. Oh, just a British. Okay, so maybe he's yeah. he's he's well known. So a British, <laughs> a British agent's a British agent's son is kidnapped. Yep, and Period. held for ransom. Full, oh, oh, sorry, and held for ransom. Okay. Yep. Okay. Seventy-four. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. And with that, so your second film, a comes British from agent's you. son, is held for ransom, kidnapped, and held for. Okay, I'm gonna yes. forget that still. verbatim. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. Correct. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your second one comes from the year 1969. Okay, 69. Okay. And uh, the plot description reads as follows. Movie. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> During World War II, mm-hmm. a group of British commandos in North Africa, disguised as Italian soldiers, must travel behind enemy lines and destroy a vital German oil depot. Oh, man, this sounds familiar. Okay. Okay. 69. <laughs> World War Two, yeah. British soldiers uh, in Africa must travel behind enemy lines mm-hmm. to destroy. What was it again? An Italian? Uh, <laughs> to destroy an Italian? <laughs> Just <laughs> Beppo over there. <laughs> uh, a group of British commandos in commandos. North Africa. Okay. Disguised as Italian soldiers. Disguised as Italians. That's what it was. Okay. (laughs) Must travel behind enemy lines and destroy a vital German oil depot. Okay. So a bunch of Brits during World War II in Africa um, disguised as Italians behind enemy lines to destroy a German oil depot. Yes. Okay. British, British soldier... A British a special agent son is kidnapped, held for ransom. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's been a long day. Ready for number three. All righty. Number three is going to come from the year 1975. Ooh, okay. And uh, your description reads as follows. At the instigation of a grieving father. What? A, lo- a Los Angeles cop investigates their suspicious or the suspicious circumstances of a girl's apparent suicide. Okay, be sus. Read this one again. <laughs> At the instigation of a grieving father. What does that what does that mean? Can we can we break down that sentence for just a moment so my brain can process the words that are used here? At the instigation of a grieving grieving does it do, do they typo and is it investigation? No, I think they're they're saying that the grieving father summoned this Los Angeles cop to investigate the suspicious circumstances of a girl's apparent suicide. Okay, I see. So at now. the instigation yes. of a grieving father, okay, a okay, Los Angeles yeah, yeah. cop investigates the suspicious circumstances of a girl's apparent suicide. Okay, no, that totally makes sense now. Okay, at the instigation of a grieving grieving father, mm-hmm. um, what was it? Was it about a suicide? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A Los Angeles cop. Los Angeles cop. Yes. Investigates okay. the suspicious circumstances of a girl's apparent suicide. Apparent suicide. Yep. Six, uh, 75. Correct. Okay. So let me try to recap this real quick again. Go for 70, it. 74, 
um, a British uh, special special agent. British son. agent. British. He's not special or or or, <laughs> or secret. He's just an agent. <laughs> he's, that's correct. So he's just a British agent. That's all he is. He could be. And by agent, he could be like a realtor. Yeah, a, yeah. You don't know. I'm assuming military. He could be any kind of agent, right? He could be like um, an actor's agent. But this <laughs> right. British agent uh, uh, who has offspring, and the offspring is their son. Um, that son is then kidnapped and held for ransom. Okay. 74. Uh, the other one was 69. Yes. And it was set in World War II where a uh, group of British soldiers, special forces, something along those lines. Um, commandos. Commandos, that's the word. Commandos in Africa uh, disguise themselves as Italians mm-hmm. to go behind enemy lines and um, destroy or capture a German oil uh, something station. Yeah. Destroy a vital German oil depot. Depot. It's where the oil arrives every hour on the hour. And then the last one was 1975. Mm-hmm. And it was at the instigation of a grieving father, a Los Angeles police officer investigates um, the apparent suicide of the guy's daughter, something like yeah, that. Yeah, the suspicious circumstances. Suspicious, yeah. Of a girl's okay. apparent suicide. Okay. Okay. I think I'm ready. And I swear if one of these titles is longer than one of the synopsis, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I don't think you have that problem. Okay. Um, your first title is going to be The Black Windmill. Ooh. Ooh, it's metal. Black, the, the Black Windmill. Yeah. Black Windmill. Okay. I have nothing for that. That doesn't even fit any of the things. It's just black. It's just cool. Black Windmill. All right. Next. Your second one's going to be Play Dirty. So that sounds familiar too. Play dirty. Mm. Black windmill and play dirty. Ooh. Okay, next. All right. Your final title is going to be Hustle. Hustle. Okay. Hmm. These are this is a tough one this week. Um Black Windmill. Black Windmill. Black Windmill. So seventy four was the say it rip- with a, with different tonal inflections. That's what you usually <laughs> black, do. Black windmill, black windmill. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, I mean, is it the British the British normal agent um, whose son is kidnapped and held for ransom? I don't know. There's not enough there. Is that hustle, or is that um, it was black windmill? Hustle was the last one, and it was what was the middle one? Play dirty. Play dirty. That's what it was. Play dirty. Play dirty. Hmm. Okay. I can't fit the first one because there's really not much to go on. So I got to fit the other two. Um, Black windmill. Black windmill could maybe be like, like the code name for the British commandos in Africa doing this mission. Like this is like, you know, Project Black Windmill. Or something like you know, something along those lines, maybe, mm-hmm. or maybe that, or maybe an oil depot. They like call those black windmills, right? Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Hustle. Not the hustle. Correct. Or hustler. This is hustle. Yeah. So this could just mean like move quickly. Like hustle. Hmm. Play dirt. Was it play dirty? Play dirty. Yeah, play dirty. Play dirty. 
hustle. Man, none of these, <clears throat> like none of these, like sing out. Like usually, like usually there's one that's like, oh, I mean, I could, I could be wrong about it. I'm not saying that I'm right whenever it sings out, <laughs> but it at least it at least sparks my uh, logic um, trip and it, it sends me down a path at least. But this one's different. This episode's different. Okay, so play dirty. Is it maybe? Hmm. Hustle, hustle, play dirty. I just said hustle twice for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and just just to hear myself say it. Hustle, hustle. There we go. <laughs> uh, play dirty and black windmill. So I kind of, I'm kind of getting, I mean, going off of nothing. And that's like, so you said 75 was the, was the um, suspicious suicide LA police officer. That's correct. <clears throat> hmm. Is that Black Windmill? Because the only one that, that felt familiar was the British commandos in Africa disguised as Italians to destroy a German oil depot. But it's 69, so I don't know if I'd seen that or not. But it sounds familiar. And so, and the only title that, like, like Black... I would I would remember the title Black Windmill, I think. If I ever had seen that one or heard that one. I don't know if that's true or not, but... No, I, I think that is true. It doesn't mean I would remember what the movie was about. I'm not saying that much. <laughs> I'm just saying... I'm just saying I would know that title. That That's a very distinguishable title. Hustle, though, kind of... Like, there's a hint of a bell there. And then Play Dirty, I don't know at all that one. So, like, part of me is feeling that Black Windmill is a reference to oil or something like that. But I'm going to just have to go with that one being Hustle. Unless Hustle is like a reference to, like, a British agent whose son is... Like, maybe the Hustle is, is kidnapping... Kidnapping like kidnapping like the children of um he's not called a special agent or like a secret agent or whatever, but maybe it's like because this agent can't reveal his identity, he can't go to like the to the press. And these people know that, so they kidnap these high profile people uh, children, knowing that like the family will just give them money to get this over with. I don't know. Is it a hustle though? Hmm. Okay. Um <laughs> but that leaves play that, that leaves play dirty for the LA one. I could see hustle maybe being like I think I've put hustle in all three. <laughs> I think I, think I, think I so. just I think I just tried to put hustle in all three. <laughs> Cause I really feel like Black Windmill has to be because okay, I could see maybe Black Windmill being the LA one in that in that maybe it's kind of it's kind of like a really loose reference to the Black Dahlia. Maybe uh, for some stupid reason. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, other than it's, just, it's set in LA and it's like a mysterious death, right? Because um, I just don't, I don't have anything with, with a British agent's son was kidnapped and held for ransom. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that one brings to the table. So I don't know how Black, Black Windmill doesn't feel like a British... Um, 
like a British saying. It doesn't feel like a British, you know, like nickname for something or whatever. Um, but then the British commandos are British, clearly. So, okay. Man. Um, <laughs> this is really almost truly just a shot in the dark. So if I land any of these, I will be happy. Um, but this is really just like, I know there's a dartboard over there. The lights are off. I'm just going to throw these darts and hopefully they're one pointed the right way and two, they hit the dartboard. Um, so I'm going to go with, man, <laughs> I, I don't want to jump off this ledge, but here I go. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to lock it in that the 1974 British agent, normal British agent, nondescript. Uh, nondescript British agent uh, who has a son. That son is uh, kidnapped and held for ransom. I'm going to go with that one as being play dirty. I'm going to go with the 1969 World War II British commandos in Africa disguised as Italians to get behind enemy lines to uh, destroy maybe uh, a German oil depot. Yeah. I'm going to call that one. Man, this is, I know I'm going to fucking get one of these, right? I have to flip two of these. So I'm going to call that one. I'm going to call that one black windmill, which leaves the 1975 grieving father who initiates an investigation led by the LA police officer who's looking into a suspicious um, uh, suicide of this of some random woman, apparently, because it doesn't even say that it's his daughter. It just says random woman. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that one is Hustle. I, I, again, if I got any of these right, I'm going to be happy. Okay. And so with that selection... You do have one correct. You motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, and this is another week. This has been like a couple weeks in a row now where like, yeah, where I don't know. No, I don't mean, no, it's been like every episode where I get one right. I'm talking about like, it's been a couple weeks in a row where like, as of late, where I really don't know which one of the three I could have gotten right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because like in in previous times, whenever I've gotten one, I'm like I'm like I'm pretty, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty confident about one, right? Yeah. And this one, I'm not confident about any of them, so I really don't know which one to stick with. Like, do I stick with what I thought was obvious with the black windmill and change, play dirty and hustle, or is is play dirty right? And I I sort of randomly got the black windmill reference to the black dahlia and then hustle is just what they're calling this british commando thing um because I, I don't feel like the 1975 investigation into a suspicious suicide is called play dirty so i'm kind of eliminating that one i don't feel like that's right Man, unless it's like about a cop. Maybe a cop did kill her. But not the cop that was hired to do the investigation. Oh man. Okay, fuck it. Alright, so I got one of these right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like go on the limb and I'm gonna be happy 
with getting one right, and I'm just going to say that I'm going to keep Black Windmill where it was at. So that means that uh, the 1974 normal British agent's son who's kidnapped and held for ransom is that one's going to be Hustle now. And then the 1975, uh, on the instigation of a grieving father, an LA police officer investigates a suspicious suicide as play dirty. And I'm going to say that that gives you zero. Oh, fuck off. Okay, good. <laughs> well, at least I got the idea that Play Dirty wasn't that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let us know, let us know about these movies. Okay. 1974 uh, from director Don Siegel of I've Dirty of Harry and Escape from Alcatraz fame. Uh, he, he the does Black okay. Windmill. Starring, oh, the first one. So it was a British thing. <laughs> starring Michael Caine and Donald Pleasance. Oh my gosh, Michael Caine. There, he's, yep. he's, he's finally in one of these. Yep, <laughs> that's true. Um, we have from 1969 from director Andre de Toth of uh, original House of Wax fame, uh, Play Dirty. Okay, interesting. World War II group of British soldiers, uh, also starring Michael Caine. Why is it called Play Dirty? Is it because, is it because like, they're disguised as the enemy? Never seen it. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, never mind. I'll say yes. Okay. Thank you. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say you got that right. Yeah. Um, And then from 1975, from director Robert Aldrich of Dirty Dozen, Longest Yard, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane fame. I've heard of uh, him. Is Hustle. uh, Starring Burt Reynolds and Catherine Deneuve. Um, So... I honestly don't have a whole lot of information on these because I've never seen any of the three. Oh, as really? Of yet. This is, these are uh, all new for all, all unseen for you. Yes, um, I can say none of these three are readily at the time of recording readily available to stream anywhere. The Black Windmill and Play Dirty, you have to get uh, physical copies of. Come on, Plex, get on this. Hustle, however, is available to rent on Amazon uh, for like two dollars. Uh, and I do want to watch that one at the most out of any three of these. I want to see Hustle. Hustle actually is pretty well received. And it's young Burt Reynolds, uh, whenever he was still doing like work, that was interesting and different. <laughs> and it wasn't in the 80s yet where he was doing like Smoking the Bandit over and over. ripoffs. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we, we're going to move on. Go ahead and move on to the uh, star rating section oh, where Will. One more thing, just, uh, just for my sake. I know you think I think you did say it, but who who was in um, Play Dirty? The uh, actors, that one, Michael Caine, and then I I personally didn't recognize the other people that were in it, but Michael so, Caine's the lead. Is it two Michael Caine movies? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. I was gonna do a Michael Caine week triple threat. Yeah, and then. <laughs> I couldn't find a third one to go with them. And then I He's just accidentally, I stumbled upon Hustle and I was like, ah, he won't get, <laughs> this one kind of <laughs> works to throw him off. Okay. Michael Caine, double feature right there. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> we're going to go on to the uh, segment where Will tries to guess the ranking of the three movies based on their IMDb star ratings. So where I try to redeem myself from my failure at getting the titles right. So let's see here. Early. I will say really quick, uh-huh. this is a very tight Ooh. grouping. Okay. <clears throat> so let me try to get the grouping first just to get the kind of in the headset. So like I said, early 70s, like late 60s, early 70s, two Michael Caine films though, and a Burt 
Reynolds film. Um, fairly notable directors. Um, I'm going to oh, yeah, say... yeah, I did want to say, uh, sorry to cut you off. Uh, Play Dirty from Andre de Toth, who I said, like I said, was the director of the original House of Wax. It's what he's kind of best known for. Uh, Play Dirty is his final credited director, uh, uh, final film where he was credited as director. Okay. That was his last movie. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Um, So I'm going to say these are like in the mid to high sevens, seven point something. With that being said, um, which Michael Caine film is first and which Michael Caine film is last? Because I feel oh, like wow. Burt Reynolds is in the middle. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say the British agent whose son is kidnapped, which that was uh, called Hustle. I've already forgotten. The Black Windmill. (laughs) That's right. It was called the Black Windmill. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I still wanted the Black Windmill to be the the British commandos. Okay. So Black Windmill, um, agent's son is kidnapped. I want to call that one um, last. Number three. I want to call the Burt Reynolds film from 75... um, which was Hustle. I want to call that one two, second position. And then the top position will be um, Play Dirty, the British Commandos. Um, I either got that exactly spot on or I got that backwards. Um, you are incorrect. So Play Dirty is the is number one. Dang. Okay. With well, a so six, I got a 6.7. Right. <clears throat> okay. Oh, a 6.7. So these are yep. lower than I thought. Um, the Black Windmill from Don Siegel, nineteen seventy-four, is a, is in second place with a six point three. Okay. And Hustle from Robert Aldrich is third with a six point two. I wanted to give Burt Reynolds a little bit more, but I, I guess it didn't work out for him. Yeah, I will say Hustle was on, um, Gene Siskel's top ten of nineteen of that year. It was on his top ten list. Uh, okay there we go if you like that guy yeah if you like him then there you go (laughs) hustle might be worth checking out maybe if you can ever find them correct that's the thing yeah hustle hustle is the one that you can rent on amazon for like two dollars so that one is pretty easy to get a hold of the other two you have to buy physical copies of if if you're into that kind of thing, if you're into the better version of of, of movies, yeah, and yes, <laughs> and actually and actually owning them, yes, where they can't be just randomly taken away, yeah. Um, Looking at you, Warner Brothers. With that, we can move right along a seamless What's transition, next? right into our co time. I forgot about this. I was like, what is next? Yeah, co time. Alrighty, alrighty. If you're ready, I can perform. This I'm not ready. Week's quote. I'm not ready because I didn't. I really forgot about this whole segment. Oh. I don't know how I forgot about this. Okay, so this is the segment where you uh, read one quote from one of these three movies, and I have to guess which one it is. Yes. Um, but with the with the addition of you doing it in a character of your choice that may or may not be representative of the characters of the movie, and since you haven't seen these movies, who knows? Maybe the maybe this is spot on. Yeah. Unless you do, unless you do, um, Robert De Niro or <laughs> or or um, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, unless you do those two characters, then it might not be spot on. <laughs> no. 
we'll see if maybe I'll bust out a uh, a Michael Caine. Oh, go! Cool. I would be no, 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 tickled. No, I won't. I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> bust out a Burt, a Burt Reynolds for all I care. That'd be great. Um, I will go ahead. If you are all set now, I think I am. Alrighty. I'm ready to take this in. In action. Quote, uh, and let's reiterate that these quotes, I took this quote directly from IMDb. Yes. Where presumably always. anybody could have just made it up. But since sure. I haven't seen these movies, I will just assume that this is an actual quote. Right. And um, also, there's no is. context given. <laughs> Correct. Um, so your quote this week reads as follows. And I quote. Don't you know where you live, Marty? Can't you smell the bananas? You know what country you live in? You live in Guatemala with color television. End quote. Oh, right. You live in Guatemala with color television. Can't you smell the bananas, Mark? What the hell is going on? <laughs> and you gave it in like a weird, like, Doc Brown. Um, <clears throat> okay. Wow. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, okay. So, wait. Say that whole thing again because yeah, that I'll was just the weirdest line. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, you did a, you did a fine performance. It wasn't that. It was just uh, it's, it is really out of context. Yeah. Don't you know where you live, Marty? Can't you smell the bananas? You know what country you live in? You live in Guatemala with the color television. Or, is I'm Marty, sorry, with with color television. Is Marty a British name? I feel like that has that almost has to be hustle. Locking it in. Locking it in. It is read by a character called uh, Lieutenant Phil Gaines. Oh, my God. Who is played by Burt Reynolds in the movie Hustle. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. So he, play, he plays the cop? He plays uh, the guy doing the investigation? Yes, it seems that oh. way. I mean, I was kind of hoping. Well, I mean, he, he would be younger then, I guess. That makes more yeah. sense. But I was hoping he would be like the, the grieving father. Um, yeah, I think this is pre-mustache Burt Reynolds. Holy shit. Pre-mustache yeah. Burt Reynolds. Well, great. So, so then your voice is more accurate then. His voice changes once the mustache weights his lip down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it slows down. It slows down his speech, his speech patterns. Yeah, um, I really deepened his voice. Up. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, I wonder. So you haven't seen that movie, so we had no idea no. what the context of smelling bananas or Guatemala is. Or, correct. Or color television. No. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, um, three. Uh, three interesting movies. Uh, I know this isn't part of the game usually, but. Two of them are British. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that the British agent is tied to like CIA or British like MI6 or whatever they call them over there. Um, some kind of British intelligence agent, so sort of military. But I, I don't know. Did you have a theme in this in mind for these three? Or was it really just two Michael Caine and then Hustle? It, it was really, I was, the original idea was that I was going to pick three Michael Caine movies. And then you couldn't find a third Michael those, Caine movie? After picking those two, I um I was kind of struggling to find one with a synopsis and a title that would blend in well enough okay. with the other two and then I just accidentally stumbled upon Hustle. Interesting. And then I was like, yeah, he'll he won't get that one. Like that title is vague <laughs> enough that it could be interchangeable with any of these kind of. I mean, I guess yeah, it it, it definitely uh Clearly, clearly it was because that's what I did. I literally went through all three movies and was like, hustle, hustle, hustle. Black Windmill has a secondary synopsis written by Frank Fob 2 at Yahoo. 
and <laughs> everyone email that don't, don't email us email yeah, that yeah. <laughs> frankfob2 at yahoo.com it, it also doesn't describe the guy it just says a british agent's son so yeah it, it, wait that's the whole synopsis no 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 no, no. Oh, a british okay. agent's I thought it was son like less, i thought it was fewer words all of a sudden <laughs> A British son, uh, I'll read their synopsis, which is longer. Okay, a British good. agent's son is kidnapped and held for a ransom of diamonds. The agent finds out that he can't even count on the people he thought were on his side to help him. So he decides to track down the kidnappers himself. So they just took the other synopsis and they just added more words. Well, I think it's a little bit more descriptive of what takes place in the movie. I guess so. I mean, I think... yeah, uh, yeah. If I were to, you know, critique the first synopsis, if we want to call it that, that was more like a log line. <laughs> kind of. And it was more like, okay, what's the script going to be about? Uh, British agent's son gets kidnapped and held for ransom? Okay, sure. Let's go for it. Yeah, let's start there. I'll read you a tagline really quick. Oh, oh I, so uh, uh, I guess production meeting. Um, I did want to uh, add another segment to the show that was taglines. I had thought about it before as well. But but I don't know if like every movie is going to have one. <laughs> and I don't, also don't know if it's going to give too much away. Yeah, right. So That's why, that's why I hadn't suggested it. Also. Okay. Give, give me the tagline to Black, to Black Windmill. The ultimate exercise in controlled terror. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I thought there was more. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta find Black Windmill now because that name just sounds too hardcore, and this movie better better fit fit in with that, or better explain what the Black Windmill is. I hope at least <laughs> the tagline for Hustle. Go really for quick. it. She's the call girl. He's the cop. They both take their jobs seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, taglines are the best. <laughs> See if I can find one for play dirty really quick. They both they both take their job seriously. <laughs> what is that's ridiculous, really? For play dirty, forget the medals, throw away the rule book. If you want to survive, dot dot dot. Play dirty, play dirty. Mm, I do kind of like that one though. That one's kind of more more intense. So, what do you think? Since you've not seen these movies, <clears throat> excuse me, what do you think the disguise is that makes the British commandos Italian? Do you they think- just put on like curly mustaches? <laughs> wait, what? Is this, wait, do you know what an Italian is? <laughs> Dude, that's French, right? No, no, no. That works. It's Italian. Okay. It's like, uh, you know, the guy, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, no, I know you're talking about. I got it. Yeah, no, totally. That, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> the curly mustache guy. I should have. I remember now. He was very Italian. Yeah. Now I'm thinking. Oh, I think. I think curly mustache. I think of like, um, you know, like beret and a baguette and like a mime or something along those lines. I don't think Italian. That's just because your implicit bias doesn't allow you to see <laughs> just other. Because I have, other. Just, just because I, I, I play into stereotypes. <laughs> You're right. I forgot. Italians can't have any kind of facial hair they want. Um, well, like, well, I was, I was wondering. I'm like, is it, is the disguise? Because it, it does say disguise, doesn't it? It says, um, 
They go uh, undercover. Um, yeah, disguised as Italian soldiers. So disguised. Uh, oh, just as Italian soldiers. Okay. Yeah, so, so. so they're not, they're not dressed as like a pizzeria guy or something like that. Okay. So they're, they're just been like... <laughs> That's they just, a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> they, they just put on like an, Itali- like an Italian officer's uniform or something along those lines. So it's really easy to get behind enemy lines as far as that goes. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe... Yeah, they... <laughs> They all just put on chef outfits and are just like tossing <laughs> dough in the air. I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> like, I mean, I was thinking, but I wasn't gonna say that. Hey, we're here to check out the uh, oil depot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the boop. <laughs> they ordered uh, twenty pies. Oh my gosh, we're 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 so wrong. The Italians are great people. Um, they're uh, we very, never they're said cultured. they're bad people. What's that? We didn't say they're bad people. Well, they were maybe at one time. Um, but anyway, I mean, not, not according to us or this podcast. Just according to history. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the views and expressions recorded by history are not the views and expressions of, of uh, what is this called again? Yeah. <laughs> what is this called? <laughs> or what was that called? I don't know. Where, where, what are we doing? Where are we at? I'm stuck on the Italian facial fit here. Um, yeah, so I was I was wondering like what, what were they disguised as, but I forgot that it's actually just say uh, Italian soldiers. I thought you just said Italians. Um, so I was wondering, I was like, gosh, like what did they actually wear? Like what did they, you know, but I guess if it's as easy as like removing the flag that is the, you know, your country and putting on the flag of the other country, then okay. That's not too hard. <laughs> this movie, I can see, didn't this movie get the lowest, the lowest rating? It got the highest. Oh God, I got the highest. Yeah. Oh my. So maybe there is more in depth than this. Do you think Michael? Do you think Michael Caine's in this movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you think so? Then he I don't, don't catch your tail on Italian. <laughs> That's what I was gonna go for. It's like, did he have to put up the Italian accent? He had to have. Well, I'm clearly Italian. Let me all into the uh, German German oil depot. <laughs> Why would they let the Italians? Oh yeah, I, we're, the Italians were allies with Germany, right? With Germany, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. this is not a, a history podcast. Um, <laughs> a, a, specifically, a, 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 a axis of or what's it called again? It was, it was hold on, it was called, the axis. Yeah, the axis powers. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the axis powers uh, history podcast where we don't support the views of the axis powers, but we talk about them. And we frantically tried to not get canceled with each sentence <laughs> by by insulting multiple cultures at once. Whom we are now good friends with these many years later. <laughs> well, yeah, better friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian Italian <laughs> Michael Caine. That's what I want. <laughs> I don't think I could mix them both. I could barely just do the Michael Caine regular. <laughs> I don't think I could do Michael Caine doing an Italian voice. Yeah, I, I'm trying to hear it in my head. I can't even like, I can't even. Oh, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it just becomes Michael Caine saying Italian stereotypical <laughs> phrases. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like a bomba mia. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this, is, this is highly problematic. Yeah, well, yeah, that's hearsay. Well, yeah, that, that, that's true. Um, <laughs> okay, so enough about Italian Michael Caine. I want to talk I... about. I want to talk about. Um, nude-lipped Burt Reynolds. I want to talk about pre-mustached Burt Reynolds and Hustle. Mm-hmm. So you gave a quote 
it was about I did somebody living in Guatemala named Marty, and they Correct. need to smell the bananas, and that they had color TV. Yes, we've in not Guatemala, seen this movie. They have color TV. We've not seen this movie, so we're gonna we're gonna go back to an old, uh, tried and true. Uh, what was that called again? Um, um, format where we we describe the scene in which this this quote happens, and then the goal is is to go watch go hopefully see this movie and actually see and, this scene okay and reaffirm just how correct we were <laughs> exactly so do you know or can you find uh who said that line oh it was burt reynolds right it was burt reynolds okay so it was yes. a lieutenant it was a, phil Gaines. it was a uh, lieutenant phil Gaines. it was pre-mustache burt reynolds now my gut instinct tells me that there's probably something really racist <laughs> going on with this. <laughs> Wait, more or less so than in the Italian bit we did five minutes ago. <laughs> more. Definite, I'll say more, definitely more because I'll say I, more. it's okay to do Italian voices. They're white too. <laughs> the Europeans are also white. <laughs> okay, all right. If that's what the rule book says, yes. <laughs> okay, that's why, that's why Gareth is allowed to do. <laughs> Germans and Italians and All everything. Right. Okay. If if at any point in history you were on the wrong side of history, uh, the future gets to make fun of you. Okay. <laughs> Deal. I get it. Okay. So that. Uh, okay. So uh, this does feel like maybe this is yeah a little edgy. But uh, let's let's try to describe this scene. So uh, one one more time, just for um, the sake of clarity, let's 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 hear that line yep. and then try to figure out where it goes. Okay. And it is quote. Don't you know where you live, Marty? Can't you smell the bananas? You know what country you live in? You live in Guatemala with color television. End quote. So, you say that this sounds racist. We could go... No, no, no. no. But you said potentially. I said potentially. Okay. Potentially. I agree. I, have, I think this has potential to be racist. But I think it also maybe has potential... Because... He's saying Marty... And like he like almost like he knows the guy, and then he's also telling him that like things that maybe make Guatemala sound awesome. So like Guatemala has color TV, not to say that America doesn't at this time either. <laughs> so he's so Lieutenant Phil Gaines might actually be like a travel agent or something. <laughs> no, 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 trying to sell it. No, I, so I was picturing that like, like he's waking his friend up from like a drunken stupor or whatever, and he's like, "Hey, Marty, remember where you come from? Uh, Guatemala has awesome bananas. Can't you smell them?" I'm paraphrasing, you know. And uh, oh yeah, and and they have color TV too. Like he's just trying to like throw out like you know, um, Guatemala is Guatemala is a great place. Just you know wake up come back to reality type thing um but you're saying that there's a potential to be racist here or no sorry it's not a potential to be racist that this is potentially racist i think <coughs> so are you feeling that it's darker is what i'm asking my guess um and maybe not necessarily racist but my my honest actual guess is that he is probably uh, I assume he is interrogating someone named Marty, maybe, oh, or okay. questioning someone named I like Marty. This. All right, and maybe Marty is just saying, like, I don't know, like he's just being very passive to everything Burt Reynolds is asking him. Like, I don't know, I don't know. So you I see, like, know. this is like in like the interrogation room at the table, like the two way mirrors, or, or behind. maybe they're just in like 
in like a casual setting and he's just questioning the guy like in a in a casual leisure setting and he just approaches the guy and he start he just starts chatting to him maybe he doesn't even tell him <laughs> doesn't even know i don't him. know <laughs> just, just <laughs> maybe like, he's like hey what, what's your name i'm marty hey marty do you remember where you come from <laughs> you smell the bananas <laughs> well <laughs> i just, think he just instantly goes into this tirade about guatemala <laughs> <laughs> i think maybe i think marty might is somebody that's on his radar as someone that hey this is somebody that I need to question. Like this is a suspicious character or, or, of some sort. I don't okay, know. Okay. Okay. So he doesn't know Marty personally, but he knows like about Marty. He Marty knows... doesn't know him. Okay. He, yeah. Yeah. He approaches Marty in, in some kind of a casual oh, setting. So maybe like, and starts so maybe... just like chatting with him, trying to get him to open up a little bit. And then he leads into the questioning a little bit, you know, maybe like Marty is, um, so maybe, maybe he's talking to this Marty character. He knows some history based on like, information that he's gathered on marty marty doesn't necessarily know him like you said other than maybe he's a, he's a you know detective or police officer or whatever but but maybe uh burt reynolds character is questioning marty and he knows that marty is lying to him mm-hmm. so then he says this line as like a way to say like i know things about you marty mm-hmm yeah you sh- yeah you should like tell the truth okay okay because because uh, that specific what make me think that originally is specifically the line can't you smell the bananas that's like it seems like a smart ass kind of kind of uh question to ask for th- uh so yeah can't you uh, smell the bananas but the color tv one is weird like this is this is where uh burt reynolds is like getting <laughs> aggravated can't you smell the bananas marty and he yells at him yeah i think that'd be a great <clears throat> scene Okay, so let's do that then. Let's do that scene. So you said it's a casual setting. So where are you thinking this inter- this uh, interrogation takes place? I'm picturing it at a, at a bar, but I think maybe I'm just picturing a bar because like the only image of the movie that I've seen is at a bar. I, well, I would think if it was an interrogation and questioning, it went a little bit more private setting than a bar. Well, and, I don't and, know if it's... I mean, maybe it's a... Obviously, I mean, it, it could be anywhere, but I. Well, yeah, uh, sure. I, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it can't be at a bar. I'm just saying like maybe we start at a bar and then we go to like um, a, a booth in the corner, or we you know we, we move away from like where there's a bunch of of, of people, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's, it could still be like uh, we'll call out in public, right? But maybe a little bit more intimate setting than that. So we could say at, at a bar, and we could say um, that's where he sees Marty. Um, what, what was Bert's character's name again? Lieutenant Phil Gaines. Phil Gaines. So Phil like walks into the bar where he got the information that Marty Marty goes to uh, Tony's Tavern every Thursday, you know. Um, and Phil is like, okay, um, I'll go see if he's there. Walks in, has a description of Marty, sees Marty at the bar. Walks walks up to him and says, "Hey, can I buy you a drink?" Yada yada yada. You know, they start talking. And then how do we, I guess, how do we get from that now into this line? So what's the bridge to go from, I've spotted Marty, I've introduced myself to Marty. Maybe he didn't even say that he was a cop yet. Maybe he just, you know, mm-hmm. Phil was just like walking like, hey, how's it going? Come here often type thing. And then with that, li- with that line delivery that you just gave, that's kind of how Phil hints at to Marty that I know more about you than what you're letting on. So how do we get from that 
backwards to where they met? Like, what is like, what's the thing that causes Lieutenant Phil Gaines to to pop off in the smart ass? Can you smell the bananas, Marty? <laughs> um, if it's maybe somebody, so it's a um suspicious circumstances of a girl's apparent suicide. So if it's something like like this Marty character a witness had spotted him around or, 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 the time that maybe her the suit, girl, like leaving the building or something. Maybe the girl um also comes to this bar frequently. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Marty would, you know, and like, right. and, and like, and like you said, some other witness saw them two talking, mm-hmm. right? So maybe Marty's cagey about uh, giving information about this girl because maybe something else happened. Like, no, I don't, I don't know nothing. Like, like, like maybe he like, you know, got her drunk and tried to go in and like kiss her or whatever at the bar and she slapped mm-hmm. him, you know, that kind of thing, uh, you know, so it's maybe not like he, he had anything to do with the actual maybe murder or you know suicide or whatever but maybe like there's still something that he doesn't want to admit to mm-hmm. okay i like that and then all of a sudden bert bert like slams down his, his like empty beer bottle and he's like can't you smell the bananas marty don't you know where you came from <laughs> you know <clears throat> what is okay so okay so but he ends that with you live in guatemala with color television <laughs> yeah you live in guatemala so okay wait 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 but is that line is he saying Oh, maybe this is what he's saying. Maybe is Burt Reynolds saying, or sorry, Phil Gaines, Lieutenant Phil Gaines, is maybe he's saying, I know you come from a country that doesn't have a lot, and I know you have a lot. Like you're from like a wealthier family. Okay, yeah. See what I'm saying? Like he's saying it like, like you are, you're, you know, you're not just some average Joe. You have you have color <clears throat> television, and you live in Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe he's like, oh wait, hold on, wait. How about this? Maybe Marty is like a a banana plantation owner. <laughs> so like he has like a lot of fucking money and shit. Maybe that's what it is. And maybe like Bruno's like, can't you still smell the bananas, Marty? <laughs> like, don't you know where you live? You live in Guatemala with colored television. Like, no one has oh, colored man. television in, in Guatemala. No one I even love, has television in Guatemala. I love picture in this scene where he's, they're, they're kind of casually chatting with each other, like sitting across from each other in a booth, right? And uh, Burt Reynolds starts to press him a little bit, but he's not—he's not like giving him anything. Wait, wait, and wait, as, wait. as go, his okay, go ahead. As go. his interrogation tactic, Burt Reynolds pulls out a banana. And yes, that's where I was it. going. That's where I was going to go next. I was going to say. I was going to say maybe Burt Reynolds like sets down and orders a fucking banana split or something like that, or a banana <laughs> milkshake, and he's just eating it. You know, and he's like, he's like. Mm. Man, I don't know if this tastes very good or not. Do you know anything about bananas, Marty? And Marty's like, I don't know anything about bananas. No, I mean, I've had, I've had a few. <laughs> I, don't but... know. I don't know. They're yellow, I guess, right? <laughs> and then, Don't and then... you know where you live, Marty? <laughs> Can't you smell the fucking bananas, Marty? You know what country you live in? You live in Guatemala with color television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the scene. All right, we did it. We did it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then Michael Caine walks in in the background as a cameo. <laughs> I order one of that banana splits, please. 
Yeah. With with Parmesan. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, God. He stole that guy. Get him out of here. Uh, okay. I like that scene. And then I think yeah. that scene should just end. I think I think Burton Earl just slams his banana milkshake down and just fucking stands up and walks away. And then... Like, you, you, you live in Guatemala with color television. Slam. Gets up and walks away. And then away. Iris wipe. To the <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Iris wipe to a banana stand. <laughs> All right, the uh, whole movie, the whole like, like maybe like, because you know how like we like to give characters, um, you know, quirks, right? Make something something that like, like yeah, he's a cop, he's a detective, whatever, but like, you know, he also has OCD, right? Like that's Monk, right? Or like you know, something like little thing like that that like sets them apart from everyone else. Like maybe Burt Reynolds' character is yeah, he's a detective, but he also just like really fucking loves bananas or something like that. <laughs> like he just he just like has this. It's like every scene that he like comes into. Like every introduction, he's like fucking either peeling a banana or like taking the last bite of a banana and or throwing talking a peel. about them. <laughs> <laughs> talking about them. Just like his whole the whole film is just it's just and maybe the hustle, maybe the hustle is banana the uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, farming I guess or plant plantationing I don't know what we call that. Um, yeah, I like that. Okay, that, that's his character trait is is he's just eating a banana. Or starting to eat a banana, or talking about bananas in almost every scene where we introduce him. I love it. I'm sure we're spot on with that. <laughs> all right, all right. So one final question to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, where in the movie does this does this take? Like, what act of the movie does this take place? Uh, this is definitely second act. You think <laughs> this is like? You think this is like um, uh, beginning of second act, middle of second act, or end of second act? Um, boring answer, but I I think it'd be like middle middle of the second. Act. Okay, so this is like this is like where our our character, um, kind of uh peaks along their arc <laughs> of development is when he finally fucking meets the <laughs> banana man, and he's like, "You fucking trying to lie to me, Marty? Like, I, I know I know bananas. I know where you're from. I know that you have color TV in fucking Guatemala." Like this is bullshit. <laughs> then he just slams his shit and gets up and leaves. And then from then on, from the rest of the movie, he doesn't eat a banana. <laughs> That's he his character arc. He, he loses. He loses <laughs> respect for the banana industry because he knows the truth about it now. He knows that it's full of a bunch of skeevy, murderous assholes that'll do anything to keep their uh, their cabal quiet, even if that means killing a call girl mysteriously. And ruining a, a poor father's uh, life. Um, We've made this mid seventies film <laughs> called Hustle about a, a cop investigating a suspicious suicide about Man, bananas. Hold on, wait. So there's the there's the oh this is this saves this whole episode. <laughs> we can even like cut out the the twenty minutes of Kit Kats. Um, so okay, what if like. This whole thing, as the synopsis says, is instigated by a grieving father who contacts um, the L.A. Police Department. So, so what is the this <laughs> to tie it back into bananas? I think what is the thing that um, um, like lets the father or makes the father feel like something like it wasn't a suicide, like like like. Other than the easy part of like, my daughter wouldn't do that. I think it has to be something that like, he knows his daughter was in 
was working in an industry that maybe wasn't safe and she wasn't on like the right side of, you know, town or whatever. She hang out with the wrong kind of friends. But I think there was something that's like, I don't, I don't know, cop, uh, detective, lieutenant, whatever his name is. Uh, she was hanging out with those banana guys. and <laughs> There's a banana peel on the floor <laughs> underneath her. <laughs> is that the calling card of the killer? Oh my god. Oh, what was that called again? We're dead. <laughs> so, so ridiculous. <laughs> and it was it was Burt Reynolds the whole time. <laughs> Oh, I'm, uh, that was that was crazy. I'm done. <laughs>